Ahoy, motherfuckers. Fuck that. Brandon, I know that in a moment of weakness, I told you that one of the clips you showed me from Kirby Your Enthusiasm was funny, but stop pushing that shit on me, nigga. I just asked if you watched the trailer. That's and it. Now all of a sudden, is did you see the new Curb trailer? Did you see it's Curb? No than any other trailer that came out this week. It's better than the Batman trailer. You know what? It is better than it's better than the Flash trailer. I don't know how folks are begging up, bigging up Flash so much from that one little rinky dink thing that they showed. Because well, that's not a trailer. That was just a teaser. Something. A clip. But folks are like, you can tell from the back of his head that that's Michael Keaton's Batman, and oh my God, there's two flashes, and I'm like. The shit looked boring and dark and stupid. <laughs> and I like the flash. By the way, the laughter that you hear in the background are two of the homies. We got V from the Frown Town podcast. What's oh, that? man. V, you want to tell him something now or you want to tell him something at the end? Uh, oh, I'll tell, I'll tell people stuff at the end. Okay. Um, I'm just getting into it. Okay. So we're gonna come back to you at the end. And we also got the <laughs> we also got the homie. He ain't rich. Quan. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Nothing at all. Um, we are gathered here today for horrible movie month. I actually said it right this time. It's yes. it's funny that I made up a word and then I always fuck the word up, and I'm the one who made it up. <laughs> it's those syllables. It's those syllables. Right? But yeah. we are at the um near the conclusion of horror horrible movie month. And so for this episode, um I think this was my fault. I think I chose this one. Um last week was was uh one of our listeners' fault. She suggested uh Tells from the Hood Part Three. Um, <laughs> this week was all on me. It was a movie that I was absolutely petrified by when I was a kid. Yes. And I just knew I'd be petrified by when I was an adult. And it turned out to be a fucking Muppet movie. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I am mad at myself for being uh, for being upset or being scared of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Now, as a kid. I, I'll... I'll say this though, I couldn't figure out what this movie was for the longest time because as a kid, I saw the the piece of it where the clown uh, sticks the straw into the that's what I saw too cocoon mm-hmm. and slurps it out. But it, as a kid, I don't think I saw the whole movie, so I didn't know it was mm-hmm. cotton candy. So I just would be like, "You guys, have you seen this movie? And there's clowns and they turn everybody into corn dogs." <laughs> <laughs> And everybody was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, and so it wasn't until I was like, probably in my late 20s. And somebody's like, I think I think the movie you're talking about is Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but it's not corn dogs. It's cotton candy. I was like, it's a circus food. It's still, it's I was going to say, it still fits into the carnival vibe that they were trying to set up there. <laughs> um, and I'm not mad at you because I only saw when I was a kid. I don't know. I feel like this movie, first of all, the movie came out in 1988. Um, I feel like once it came out in the movie theaters for like an hour after that, it immediately went to like TBS. Yes. <laughs> um, cause I think that's where I caught it at was on TBS. And so I caught that one part where the clown, I, I think that's what fucked everybody up was the clown yeah. drinking the person's fluids with a crazy straw. And it was just like, because we all had crazy straws, but we didn't know they could be used like this. And so we were like, what the fuck? 
and I turned it off and I never looked back. And I was just like, the clouds were so creepy. And I feel like if I had just sat through this whole movie, it might have changed the entire trajectory of my life in regards <laughs> to clowns. Because these clowns were fucking just over the top comedy. Well, they must have, you know, the, the thing about these clowns is they were from outer space, but they must have done a lot of studying about uh, human culture, particularly American culture, because mm-hmm. they seemed to know <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, they knew, hey, uh, they know how a store, they know generally how a store works. We're going to put all our stuff on this counter, which I don't understand that. They didn't have to pay for it. They were just going to turn the pharmacist into cotton candy. Right. Uh, but they still went through the motions. They uh, they understood what uh, animatronic figurines were because mm-hmm. they used that to hide. The gorilla, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, they understood a lot. Oh, they understood boxing. They mm-hmm. had boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe at one point the kids were like, well, maybe our idea of clowns is comes from uh, that, you know, there, there's ancient astronauts and they came to visit. And that's what our idea of clowns comes from. And I'm like, yeah, but like they know a lot about like modern mm-hmm. culture. <laughs> and and <sighs> I don't know what town this is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I I thought it was somewhere in Nebraska. I did. I just figured this shit would only happen in Nebraska. Is you the illest white folks in Nebraska? Because um, (laughs) the shit that just happened, there were no black folks to be like, yo, this is some bullshit. Um, There was one black guy. He was a biker, biker. which was, he actually was in the credits as black biker. (laughs) (laughs) Black biker with the little boy smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that biker. Okay, 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 okay. Brandon, was this your first time seeing Killer Clowns? I'm going to start tallying. I'm going back through our archives, and I'm going to tally all the shit movies you put me through to see who's more responsible for shitty movies. And I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. I knew that this was a shitty movie. It was just, honestly, I'm not even going to front. I knew this was a shitty movie, but at the same time, it was one of those confront your fears type movies. Um, Which is this movie was scary. I was eight when I saw it. I don't think this would be scary to an eight-year-old. This was the equivalent of it. It's like rewatching, um, you know, like uh, 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 what was that show on Nickelodeon? Are you uh, scared of the dark? Are you scared of the dark? Yeah, I rewatched that recently, and I was like, "Ooh, getting ready! It's gonna be so scary." <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, this is it is creepy. This, this wasn't creepy. This, this isn't even funny. creepy. This is this is on the equivalent of Alf. <laughs> I was hoping. I was. I was hoping that the boyfriend would die just because he was. Uh, like a terrible dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, the girlfriend did, you know, laugh at his racist jokes, so she wasn't much better, but Mm-mm. like, <laughs> yeah, that was, was, I made sure to take note of that too. Just an extended joke about native Americans. Uh, like, wow, cool. You, right. didn't, you didn't do the Indian burial ground in this movie, but you did 
uh, go a step further. <laughs> when you thought it was 1980, what? 1988. Yeah, I mean, that's about right. Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> we're we're going to stop saying I that. The WF had a white dude named Chief J. Strongbow. Yeah. Played, uh, a Native American and wear a, he wore a headdress and everything down to the ring, did a war dance and everything in the 80s. Didn't so, he make it into yeah. the Hall of Fame, too? Yeah. There were, uh, there were a lot. There were a lot of Italians playing native people mm-hmm. uh, in the in 80s. Movies. Yeah. In movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, again, I want to state for the record that I'm very disappointed in eight year old me for ever being scared <laughs> by this movie. And I mean, I'm so sincere. Like all the other horror movies that were out there in the 80s, and there were a fuck ton of horror movies in the 80s that were iconic horror yeah. movies. You got fucking nightmare on elm street series you have friday the 13th series you have halloween you have pinhead you have all of these motherfuckers and i'm scared of these muppet ass clowns what pinhead yeah i can't watch that why not every time i see a picture that that creeps me out pinhead was funny to me Oh, that's a great movie. It's all about they, they're just they're just really, really kinky. That's the whole right, thing. Right. Right. I've never <laughs> seen the movie. I've just seen oh. the We're so kink. They're so kinky. They need to go into another dimension to get their needs met. Mm-hmm. Intergalastic, get your ass licked. It's <laughs> just creepy looking. <laughs> so all these movies, and this is the one I chose to be shook of for like the rest of my fucking life. This is what yes. I carried. This is my goddamn torch. No, when you when you said that, I was like, oh, my God, this is the film. This mm-hmm. is the movie because it would it literally it haunted my dreams. And it didn't it didn't totally uh, put me off of clowns. I was a professional mime for 10 years. That's dope. How that uh, get started? <laughs> I needed money. Um, and- <laughs> I didn't know. The pe- I didn't know mines got paid. I'm sorry. I just saw him on the street. Yeah, so it turns out that when you, uh, I did uh, the type of miming that was, a, I was a human statue. Oh. Um, so the thing was, is that I then realized how scared other people were of clowns and mimes because I had the the white face and I stood completely still mm-hmm. and I would just, uh, that's kind of how I got through my fear of clowns is just being one and scaring the shit out of other people's children. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you people put money in your tip basket and I would make anywhere from like 25 to 50 bucks an hour, sometimes a hundred dollars an hour at a festival. That's dope. It's pretty cool, but it sucks uh, standing still for that uh, long. You start getting uh, collapsed veins in your legs and you got to find a new job. <laughs> I can see that. And and I yeah. know that um, I, I have a, a friend who is in the Air Force and they were mm-hmm. actually a pilot until they retired. Um mm-hmm. And they told me that they were afraid of heights and they were told the best way for you to get over your fear of heights is to go up in a jet. And so they went up in a fucking fighter jet and got hit with the G force. And they were like, the first time they went up, they were scared. But by the second time, it was just like, it's a feeling that you cannot explain. And they became a pilot and they were a pilot for like a good 22 years, something like that with the air force. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of in, it, with with fears. I've, I've learned to lean into them. Uh, same thing. I started doing rock climbing because I was afraid of heights, you know, and the came of clowns. So I could get over my fear of clowns. Uh, <laughs> and I actually used to never watch scary movies. I never, ever watched them. I was 
I, I had terrible nightmares all through, you know, childhood. So I was like, if I watch scary movies, it's just going to make it worse. If so facto, yeah. Uh, but I found that scary movies are actually like a therapy against nightmares. Mm-hmm. Because you are awake, you're watching the scary thing, you're being scared. My favorite thing now is I'll straight up just watch scary movies all day and take a few hits of LSD. (laughs) (laughs) What if you have fear of a black hat? How do you overcome that? A fear of what? A black hat. A black cat? A black hat. A black hat. You're you're afraid of a black hat? This is a joke that that Brandon's trying to bring all about. Uh, Go for it, Brandon. Just follow through. Just, just no. I'm just I, look. The joke is the question. Oh, I guess I guess you would wear one in public. No, there's a movie that's literally called Fear of a Black Hat. I oh, urge you to watch okay. it. V. Okay. It's, okay. it's dope. Um, okay. And I guess that would be the movie you were watching that circumstance. Um, <laughs> but God damn it! Oh, you're muted, Quan. oh so um <laughs> i mean that you know grand opening grand closing um right, I'm, I'm back i'm sorry i was no worries I had, um i was going to ask is that the same way you get over your fear of water is you drown and then you, you're good or you know you you, you, get you wa- almost drown right you're, i was gonna say you get waterboarded yeah 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 or or you go to one of those revival churches uh where they baptize you in a river because those pastors they hold you under for a long time they do right right people still do that they do yes i got got baptized five times as a kid wait what i got baptized twice because i saw the other movie that i was gonna have on horror horror horrible movie month Deep in the night, I saw that and it scared me so fucking much that I went and got baptized twice. But that was my max. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they just I've almost really... drowned three times. I've almost drowned three times, so I think I should be over it by now. Yeah, well, I I feel like it's it's the difference is it's scary to drown and 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 it's a real thing, but when it's controlled and it's fake right like mm-hmm. you know at some point the pastor's gonna let you up out of the water or else he's gonna have a case, a case. <laughs> <laughs> so they just hold you under the water till like you're just you lose enough oxygen in your brain where you think you see jesus mm-hmm. uh, they just I hold you that's... under long enough for the demons to come out in the bubbles that's that's where the <laughs> demons are are in the bubbles that come out and flood up to the air but i think I think what it is, is it's, 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 it's when you have a controlled space, like for example, you know, your friend goes up in a fighter jet, you know, he knows that the pilot who's taking him up in this fighter jet is a professional pilot and mm-hmm. his best interest is to not crash the plane. Live. Yeah. You know, I, you know, when I climb a, a, climb a wall at a rock climbing place, either I've got harnesses on, you know, or I've got a mat at least below me, uh, uh, so if you fall, you know, you're not going to die. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a controlled situation. Cause I used to get scared of heights, just walking over a bridge. Yeah. You just like, I got to stay away from that edge. What if somebody runs by me and they push me? And you I mean fall? that hasn't happened to you before? Like just run up to you, just poof. Like I, I've I had people run up to me and push me, but not when I'm on a bridge. I've had people run up to me and push me off of, um, 
diving boards. Oh yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah. Into pools. That yeah. shit's not cool. Yeah. So you never trust again. <laughs> exactly. I'm never gonna dance again. Like y'all can do that trust fall shit. Fuck you all. Like I I I'll be the catcher, except for you. I'm not gonna catch you. You gotta know. You know what you did. Um, and so yeah, but <clears throat> This movie starts off and immediately tells you you shouldn't be scared of this movie. It doesn't tell you in words. It tells you in in, in art. Well, the, it does tell you in words because the opening song. Let me see if I can get this fucking opening oh. song. The lyrics uh, were so were so good. So, yes, so they, good. Uh, just pitch perfect uh, opening lyric music for Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, there we go. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Royal Dano. I still want to know who he is. <laughs> You're the oh band. How do you do this song? How do you write this seriously? Killer Klaus. They're gonna make you die. <laughs> They're not gonna kill you. They're gonna make you die. That's yeah, <laughs> we gotta get that rhyme in there. We gotta get that rhyme in there. You know, it's it's one of those things where um, you don't want to bop to it, but it literally sounds like the intro to a cartoon. They don't do this anymore. Yes, we don't have theme songs anymore. We don't have like things that are associated with stuff like that's such an eighties song. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. today, you watch TV. This is my attention on TV shows, but you turn on TV shows and the TV show just starts. It's just like, yeah. oh, now we're in the show. Whereas, like when we were growing up, it's like here comes everywhere the song, you look. Everyone knows the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> there's a yeah, heart. There's a heart. See, see, see like- that's why I watch them. I watch like Succession and Game of Thrones. I watch it because I'm like, oh, it's gonna yeah. be hyped up for the show. I gotta watch it first. Oh yeah, <laughs> Succession is my son's uh, wake up alarm. Like the intro song to it, I went and found it on Spotify and made sure that that's his alarm. Like that song, I'm telling y'all right now, I haven't made it through the whole first season yet, but Succession might be the greatest intro song in the history of ever. That song fucking thumps. Yeah. And thumps well. Um, But yeah, no. So they do the whole uh, SWAT Cats intro song and shit. And then... It goes to this motherfucker who's walking around with two grocery bags full of white cans that have beer written on them. Like, <laughs> do we have a budget? <laughs> no budget having ass movie. White cans with beer. And it's a six pack of like, ugh, fuck it, Brandon. I know you saw what I saw. Oh. Um, I will say beer. that the the budget for this movie was under $2 million. So. You mean under 2000 
<laughs> they had two million dollars in in the 80s i think they blew their budget on the muppet clowns on and it. cocaine and cocaine <laughs> yeah wait was it 60 40 cocaine to to puppet clowns I, I would say i would say um at first the budget was fully for the clowns because one of them motherfuckers looked kind of normal but then as the budget for cocaine kept going up the clowns got a little bit more and more absurd to where they start looking like Teletubbies. Holy shit, y'all. This this movie made $43.5 million worldwide. What? That's not bad. That's, that's, that's not bad. Keep the thought. cocaine coming. That's a great investment. But you know what? This is a cult classic, though. This has to it be is. a cult classic. I can't see it as anything it but. So people would get it because they don't know it's for free on daily motion i'm not snitching i'm just telling y'all where y'all can find it at because i didn't pay for this shit so, so then the next thing we find out is that the that everybody goes up to the top of the world to make out in pintos and shit i don't know how you even fit i couldn't even honestly i couldn't even fit my the upper half of my body in i like pinto. how the the one couple they were making out in an inflatable boat in a raft that was dope, that was dope though I yeah, was that like, was dope you know that was dope. Everybody else was like a back seat or the back trunk. He was like, you know what? I'm a I, deluxe mine. I got the back shit. of that station wagon is probably hard. I got champagne <laughs> and an inflatable raft, baby. Let me rock the little man on the boat. <laughs> he was balling. He was balling. On a budget. So then the ice cream truck shows up and they're like, hey, if you're horny, we got food. <laughs> These two guys. Oh, my God. I hated them so much. They were the most annoying, annoying, nasty. terrible. And somehow they fucked the lady clown. Clowns. Mm -hmm. It didn't die. Yeah, it did. <laughs> mm hmm. And they were both definitely 30. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> these guys were not in high school. <laughs> and they 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 lured girls onto their ice cream truck by promising them free ice cream. Yeah, yeah. These are two terrible people. Like, these terrible brothers people. out the gate. And, and the lead character, Mike, is like, they're my best friends. He was also terrible. I know. Aren't you worried about him, the fact that these are his friends? This yes. With? Yes. They yeah, were, I mean, be between that and his uh, 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 Native American act out, uh, yeah. we, we got a pretty clear picture <laughs> of who exactly this dude was. Yeah. So he and Debbie are making out in a raft, and they're the first to see a UFO zipping through. And another, this second person to see it, or third person to see it, is this old white dude who's like, well, I'll be hornswoggled. <laughs> Oh, he was country, country. He was like, you know what? I don't know if it's the stars or moonshine. I don't know. I think it's Haley's <laughs> Comet. I'm going to go look. Come on, Pooh Bear. I'm going to be rich. He loved his dog, though. He was so sad. That made me sad. He he His dog was his best friend. Mm-hmm. And so when Pooh Bear went, so he approaches, he approaches what he thinks should be Haley's Comet, but instead he sees a fucking circus tent in the middle of the woods. <laughs> and instead of thinking that that's weird, he goes to see if he can get free tickets in the middle of the fucking night. Look, oh. you got to get those opening night seats. Those are the, those are the ones that are yeah, most he, he doesn't have a TV. You can tell. He, he doesn't have common sense either because <laughs> then 
his dog Pooh Bear goes missing and he swears to tear their tent apart with his bare hands. And then he touches one of one of the support lines and gets electrocuted. And then an yeah. ugly ass clown comes out and snatches him up. We well, it, my they, they scooped up the dog with a net. Uh, in the in the the tent ended up being made of metal, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you could see the when he first walked by the tent, there was like a shadow of a clown inside the tent, mm-hmm. like creeping up on him. But then you find out that the tent is actually metal. So, like, what kind of alien materials is this? Like, was the tent the spaceship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So they came here in the tent. Yes. They also yes. came here with bad intents. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm. I'll. Okay. It, all right. Wow. <laughs> oh man, the tension is deep in here. They have bad intentions. Yeah, yeah. A lot of tension. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Until I go to this next part. So <laughs> <laughs> the next thing that happens is that we meet uh Dean, who is a police. Whether he's the chief of police, I don't know. No, he's not. He's he's uh, the chief is out of town for the weekend. Yes. And he just got out of like the police academy or something like yeah. that. And so um, his co-worker. He wasn't trained the old fashioned way of putting boots <laughs> to asses. Like his, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. His co-worker is none other than fucking Dean Warmer. Warmer from uh, Animal House. He's putting everybody on well, double I, secret probation. I reckon mm-hmm. I recognize his voice from all the cartoons I used to watch. I was like, this voice is so familiar, you know? He and does then, cartoon voices? Yeah, yeah, he's a voice actor. He was he did, I think, something in, in Peaky in the Brain. He did oh something God. in um Yeah, he he's he's done a lot, he did a lot of voice acting in the 90s, especially. Shit, I did not know that. I am mad at myself. <laughs> I'm about to look him up because honestly, I called him Dean Warmer for this entire movie. Um, but you know, before I go any further, Dean Warmer um, has a problem with college kids. Get in there! What's going on, Kurt? Same old shit. I got him boozing it up in the park. We were just walking through the park on the way to the dorm. We had a bottle of wine. Yeah, it's a beautiful night. We were walking around. We didn't do nothing. You guys go to the college, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So why don't you just stay there and do your drinking on campus? Why do you have to come into town? <laughs> well, I mean, we live in this town, too. It's hair. I mean, we don't have to just stay on campus. Yeah. And it's scum like you that are killing this town. <laughs> like, wow. He, he, went, he went there real quick. He just... <laughs> Look, their lives matter too. Zero to one hundred. <laughs> Zero to one hundred, like extremely are, quickly. Are, are you saying goth lives matter? You yes. know what? I, I that dude had a thirty-eight-year-old widow's peak. That's all he I'm did. gonna he say. He did. He did. Uh, he had. He had a. He had the widow's peak of a of a man in his thirties. Um, mm-hmm. And he made he made it work for him in a in a very kind of um, you know uh, who was that? No, no, no me. Uh, in the 80s, 
he, uh, he had a very you're you're asking a a, a black guy about um artists in the 80s all i knew was <laughs> um hall of notes klaus Tina. nomi yeah uh who? okay who? he he uh he was a german uh synth artist oh okay uh he did like new wave shit uh i can put a link in the chat so you guys can see what i'm talking about i love how you said that slowly like batman reaching for if, if i could get my utility belt that's that's what you're talking <laughs> like right there so okay let me find out i know this motherfucker okay um okay okay claws know me yeah uh here here we go I'll say you didn't put it in the chat. I'm sitting oh, here shit. like, wait. I put a I put a link in the chat to a Google image. Okay. All right, I'm about to look at this shit. And you can you can see what I'm talking about. Uh oh, oh good lord. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. What? I I yeah. nope. So yeah. <laughs> it was he... not who I was thinking of. He is a, a, a German dude. Uh, he did a lot of uh, new wave shit. Uh, and he was very popular in the 80s. So it very much seems like they were kind of going for a Klaus Nomi look with that kid. It was like a messy Klaus Nomi. Oh, Dean Warmer's dead. He died in 2005. Oh, no. Yeah, well, right? even, but even worse, if you actually look up his actual name, of uh, John Adolphus, Vernon? No, it's Adolphus Raymundus Vernon. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the last name because it's, it's a lot of syllables. It's a he lot played Doctor Strange. Huh? Really? He played. Uh, damn, he played some. He played some names. He played Doctor Doom. Um, mm-hmm. The narrator in the Matrix TV show. That's not saying anything. Um, <laughs> he played a lot of principals. Uh, he was in yeah, Duckman. He did. He did, uh, he did stuff in um, in Batman, the the animated series, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what I remember him from, and I remember him from like tiny, like I think Tiny Toons stuff and like Looney Tunes yes. type of things. Yes, uh, he did a lot because he he had a great voice for it. Uh, yes, he had the principal voice, which is how yeah. I knew him because my dad bootlegged Animal House. <laughs> so first encounter with um, a lot of things was Animal House and, and Porky's because my dad would bootleg them and then just forget about them and they'd end up in my area as an eight year old. Look, exactly. actually, actually, mine was I'm gonna get you sucker, and then I saw Animal House. So years later, I saw Animal House. So oh, yeah. and 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 he was uh, if you remember, this was a, a cartoon that came out in like the early 2000s, but the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. He know uh, it, yeah. That he my, was also in that. My son loves that cartoon or loved it until it's I great. told him that it was popular with adults, and then he was like, hmm. <laughs> it's not cool anymore right he also told me that he discovered he-man oh he discovered it yeah yeah i was like you know that came <laughs> on the 80s right and he was like no i just discovered it on tv just now 
<laughs> Make sure he doesn't. Oh, bro, that this film has a seventy-six on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a cult yes. classic. You just it's have to keep in mind that it's a cult classic, and once it becomes a cult classic, people are going to grade it differently based on it not being bad, but it being hilarious. Which is I believe, what I figure I y'all on, motherfuckers uh, did with Vampire in Brooklyn, Brandon. I believe Vampire whatever whatever streaming class. service we are watching it through, it had five stars out of mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so the next thing that happens is that Debbie convinces uh, Mike to go out and see what this um, what the comet was that flew over their head while they were drinking champagne in a raft in the back of a fucking minivan. <laughs> just like Eve did Adam. Just like Eve did Adam. She's like, hey, let's go, let's go holler at this tree. Let's go holler at this comet. You sound <laughs> with that one. <laughs> Woman, <laughs> my brothers, we was kings. So then they pull up, and I do have to play this just so then y'all know, for example, just how dickish this guy is. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, looks like we have to walk from here. If instinct serve chief, correct? Uh-huh. Path lie that way. We must travel many moons. Many, many moons. Many, many, many. Enough many. already with the moons. <laughs> Lead the way, chief running at the mouth. Fuck her, too. <laughs> Fuck them both, but fuck him more because not only did he do a racist impersonation of an indigenous American, but he did a horrible job. There was no like voice. He just had his same voice, just saying racist shit. Like if you're gonna if if you're gonna act like you're black, like if you're gonna do blackface, at least try and think what you think is a black voice. Like use jive <laughs> or something. Like don't still be like what it is, bro. <laughs> Grabbing my dick. He watched huh? Gunsmoke. So, huh? no, he He's watching the Lone Ranger. Right? Lone Ranger. So, um, movies. Well, I think too, it's like in, in, in the, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of like really great content for indigenous people back then like i know it's it's now recently with all the like great new like indigenous led shows mm-hmm. there's like um i have friends and they're like oh we don't have to uh we don't have to have uh these terrible white like white people written roles to identify with anymore because we have roles written by native people that we can like identify with so let's mm-hmm. throw all of that out <laughs> I mean, um, you only keep it. You only keep it around for you know Johnny Depp playing Tonto. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Well, he's like I don't know what's he like one one eighty fourth Cherokee or some shit. Yeah, so am I. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
Mike and Debbie go to the tent and Debbie's like, I want to get the fuck out of here. And Mike is like, no, we need to take a closer look. And that happens throughout this entire movie where Debbie's like, y'all are fucking stupid. And they're like, you're a woman. (laughs) (laughs) And rinse and repeat. And so uh, they walk into uh, Mike finds an opening in the tent. So they just walk into it in the dark in a bizarre funhouse type area. And the white guy is like, you know what? This is that new European circus. <laughs> like, dude, get the like, fuck. No, like, no, they were like, oh, it has to be. It has to, since it's different, it has to be European. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they go up an elevator. Now, from the outside, this this circus tent looks like a one story tent. Like it looks like a regular yeah. circus tent. So when they get on a fucking elevator and go up <laughs> and end up in a room with a drop that rivals that of when Luke Skywalker fell off the uh, <laughs> the cliff in uh, Empire Strikes Back, um, I'm like, okay, this don't look the same on the inside as to the outside. It's it's alien technology, bro. Mm-hmm. And they see it's a Tesla, European. and that's when she's like, I want to go Europe, yeah. European aliens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then they walk into a room of cotton candy and the girl still wants to leave. Um, and the guy says, it's just cotton candy. And so he tears a piece off of the cotton candy to prove it. And the old man's face is behind it. These and movie are extra stupid, by the way. It all of them. Said. Everybody. Everybody in the yeah, movie is stupid. Yeah. Except for the clowns. And the clowns just don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They're just like, they literally are like where they, it's almost like they're in a theme park. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're, they're horrible children in a theme park. One of them, one of the clowns showed up and captured somebody by doing literally the candy gram for Mongo. Sometimes they, they, they ran. Um, also, I want to say every single car that gets in an accident in this movie explodes violently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Like every, like almost every single car, if it's, if it, if it's anything more than like a little bump, the car explodes. And so I'm like, okay, you're clearly getting food and you clearly need the fluids from these people. But yet you're like, in this universe, cars explode when they crash, and you seem to know a lot about their culture because you know about like boxing gloves and shit. So you probably know that in this universe, cars explode when they crash, and fire burns up fluid. So why are you running people off the road in their cars? Who do you, are they just here to spread terror? They have interdimensional cable. That's how they know. <laughs> Rick and Morty. So, um, a clown hears them as they scream because they tear off the cotton candy and reveal a face behind it. So, uh, they get pursued by a clown with a popcorn gun. And then another clown makes a fucking balloon animal that turns into a real life dash and that starts trying to hunt them down. It becomes a bloodhound. The balloon animal that they make is a dog. They put the dog down. The dog has stick legs and everything, and it turns into a real balloon animal. Like, it starts sniffing the ground and pursuing them and all over the place and shit. <laughs> and it's, 
I, I this one I got mad at myself again for her being scared of this shit. <laughs> and so Debbie wants to go to the police, but um, Mike tells her again, no one's going to believe us. And she's like, I have a friend who works there. And so the clowns are now also at the same time, they're going into the town to go to the police office. The uh, clowns are now walking in the town. Um, Which, by the way, they they walk into town. And so these folks drive into town and then the mm -hmm. clowns are about to leave the site. And there's a sign that says five miles. And these clowns walk slow as fuck mm-hmm. how did they get there at the same time as the people in the car to quote the inimitable cronk from um <laughs> the emperor's new groove <laughs> oh no ball intents it doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> so um they get into this the police office and they're talking to Dave. So it's Debbie and Dave, and they used to date. And so Debbie is telling Dave about the uh, killer clowns in the spaceships. And then Dean Warmer comes in and ta-da, <laughs> says the name of the fucking movie. Oh, so we're talking yes. about killer clowns from outer space, huh? <laughs> like, yes, they did it. They said the name. Thank you, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> and so... um. Dean Warmer comes in and says, I don't believe y'all. And you're making fools at the police department. And then he asked Mike, who are you going to, he asked Dave, I'm sorry. Who are you going to believe me or some tramp? Yeah. (laughs) I love this character. This character was so great (laughs) because they didn't make him redeemable at all. He was not redeemable in any possible way. And I love characters like that. Nigga, I mean, people are calling him for help, and he's like, yeah, you're joking. Yeah, you're joking. Oh, was that a death rattle? Oh, you're joking, too. They're all fucking with me. They're all fucking with me. He has smoke for everybody. He has smoke for women. He has smoke for the white kids. He has smoke for college kids. He has smoke for smart people. He has smoke for dumb people, for old man calling them. Everybody. He hated everyone. I and love irredeemable characters. That's because... The smoke was rated E for everyone. <laughs> He was was a (laughs) he was a nice guy until he got fired from that college. And then all of a sudden now he's got hatred against college kids and he hates townies and the whole nine yards. He didn't want to be working as a police officer. He was the dean of a fucking college. And then (laughs) he put them on double secret probation and shit just fell apart. That's what I figure. But um let's see while they're in there talking about whether he believes him or a tramp another random white guy happens upon a puppet show uh where the puppets are making out and then one puppet pulls out a gun and shoots the other puppet and the puppet fucking disintegrates well first the puppet the puppet I the the okay. I assume they're a boy and a girl puppet. I don't want to mm-hmm. make assumptions about these puppets' genders. Yeah, but I I'm going to. Uh, the <laughs> the boy puppet starts chasing the girl puppet around because presumably he's trying to sexually assault the girl puppet. Yes. Yeah. And this kid is just standing there, like, <laughs> yeah. 
sexual assault is hilarious. You really <laughs> should have given him the Beavis laugh because that's what he reminded me of. He was standing there like a 22 year old Beavis. <laughs> you know what? See, see, that scene is what happened when, when women have to buy guns to stop sexual assault. See, they need to show this in every high school. Just show that scene. <laughs> I do think that uh, horror movies often are like training films for young women. Like if you watch the Scream series, it is literally a training film to tell you what not to do (laughs) when you're being chased by a murderer. Always, always. And so um, when one, but okay, Beavis. (laughs) <laughs> you're watching a puppet show you've never seen a puppet show before you're in trance and all that when the gun actually fucking works though that's a sign to go home that's when the show is over you don't just stand there to see what's gonna happen next oh my god he shot his hand off and it really disappeared oh he's pointing it at me <laughs> wait but there were three times there were three ways that should have been solved one is there a puppet show ever at what eleven o'clock at night? In the woods. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> then there's a sexual assault in the puppet show. Then the uh, one puppet pulls a gun and shoots the other one. Those mm-hmm. are three. At that point, he had he he was gone. It, that was on him. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it it's it's this is. I'm still mad at myself. So, um, Dave tells Debbie that he still feels strongly about her. And even though we aren't boyfriend and girlfriend anymore, I'll lock you up to keep you safe. And and and, and Mike is in the back like, wait, y'all dated? <laughs> like, nobody <laughs> told me this part. Like, Mike missed that whole thing, like, of them being a thing. Like, he was, I think he was still trying to think of quotes from his uh, chief running off, uh, running off at the mouth thing. He was like, mm-hmm. he did this better. And he just missed everything. And so... <laughs> The next thing that happens is that the clowns start going out and rounding people up. And one thing they do is they knock on the door of a young lady and there's three clowns holding a pizza box. And then a fourth clown fucking pops out the pizza box. They say pizza. They say pizza. They know some English like they studied the culture. Pizza. And then one of them pops out the box and is like, gotcha, bitch, and just shoots the woman with the gun and it's like do y'all sit in the back and like we need to plan all this out and when you look through <laughs> the peephole of your house out the door and you see three maniacal looking people holding a pizza did she order the pizza but they don't even look like people their faces their eyes the exactly faces in there the the way the where the places that their eyes would have to be the shape of their skull isn't a human shape so it's like, why are you opening the door to these people? My mom told me not to talk to nobody who didn't look like my mom. That's what she told me straight out. Like, fuck, don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to anybody who doesn't look like me. And it was like, okay. So why are you? She didn't even ask, like, what's on the pizza? Where was it from? Who the fuck ordered this? You're at the wrong house. Like, why are we answering the door just willy-nilly? Like, hey. Oh, I didn't order it too late. You're dead now. it's a small town town. that's what you do a small town that's what i was gonna say also brandon thank you for reminding me so small thing very small thing that i realized because somebody else mentioned small towns um whenever people mention small towns they mean white people 
You when they it. say when yeah. they say small town values, they're talking about they were talking about white people. Well, yes, when you say small town values, but when I say small towns, like where my parents are from, is black as shit in the country in Virginia. Yeah, they're not and talking about your values. No, but when I mean like politicians values. and shit, when they talk yeah, about yeah, small town about, va- values, no, I'm talking that, about small town behaviors. Do when people you, in that town leave their doors unlocked? Yes, you know what? Okay. And their car doors unlocked. And I would the windows rob open. all of you. Look, look, I have been around this. I have been around this. I have. I dated someone that lived out in the country, and she was like, "Oh, you don't need to lock the door. Why not?" The fuck I do. <laughs> I was like, I well, part of the reason is because everybody there got guns too. But yeah. the, <laughs> but still, everyone you live on like this big plot of land. You know your neighbors aren't right next to you. Some, if yeah. you have neighbors, they're still quite a bit away from you. Like you know, you have some walking distance, and then you know you ride on these dirt roads. There's no lights, so everything sounds scary to somebody that lives in the city. Like there's no street lights. You got these back dirt roads and all these trees and woods yeah. and these houses in between. And people live there, and they don't lock their doors. And they don't like the car doors, and people walk up, and hey, and people, when you ride down the street, everybody waves to the people riding down the street because you know everyone for the most part. Or if you don't know, you assume the assumption is that they're friendly, and that's just how it is in a small town. And if somebody breaks into your house or kills somebody, then they immediately blame the only black person in town who's the biker. (laughs) The whole town is black. Someone oh, was telling that, that, me yes. someone was telling me about like uh like small towns in Iceland where like people leave the keys on the seat of their car. So if what you need to fuck? use your car, you can take it. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not gonna fall for that one again. <laughs> wait, wait. I actually got a small town story. So we all have the same car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was in this small town. I went to their courthouse one day. And they had a court case, and this was domestic violence day. If you go to any courthouse, they have this. Yeah. So it was the small town guy that used to play football. They got in an argument with his girlfriend coming out of the grocery store that was around the corner from my house. And for whatever reason, they went into the store, got out the car, went into the store. They came out arguing. She got in the car, and this six foot three, 300 pounder decided he was going to leap upon the car like it was Spider-Man. And did he hit the hood? Yes, he did. And I was literally in court going to sleep. And then I watched out. Wait, he did what? Can we? I was watching it like it was a football game. Can we replay that again? Can we do the other angle? This is awesome. Yeah. I love going, uh, listening into other cases at court. It's it's the, the the most fun. You know, I I I too enjoy listening to other cases to court. It sometimes helps me forget that my life may be over. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I may not be getting out of this one, but hey, <laughs> let's hear about the person who's in here for public urination, like. So I I did I I was one of those cases in court one time because someone had uh robbed me when I was uh doing the human statue thing mm-hmm. so I had to explain to the judge what that was so I was the entertainment one time in court for sure Okay so when you had to explain to the judge was this um when you took them to court rather was this right after it happened 
or was it a couple of months later on? Because I know that being a human statue, you do have to be careful about the statutes of limitations. Oh, God. So, anyhow, the clowns are fucking up the pharmacy. <laughs> the clowns are fucking up the pharmacy. And also, the tent disappeared. And, and Dave is like, see, I told you, Mike, that there's no fucking tent out here. And he puts them in handcuffs. Um, and then after that, um, a, a, we go to a biker bar. We just cut away. Let's just, let's just say that yep, we cut away yep. to a biker bar and at the biker bar, um, a clown, I don't know how, I don't know why, why this clown was just like, all right, y'all, I'm gonna holler at you later. I'm going to the bar and pulls <laughs> out a fucking bike on training wheels and rolls out to this bar that's making I missed this part. This motherfucker's bike is making motorcycle noises, and it's a clown <laughs> on a bike with training wheels. It's got exhaust, though. You see the exhaust pipes right there? It's four. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that bike is tricked the fuck out, and he gets off the bike, and the black guy starts talking to him. Jojo coming into town. <laughs> Watch this, baby. That bike too big for you. <laughs> hey, Cloudy. <laughs> mean bike you got there. <laughs> Can I take a ride, pal? <laughs> oh, come on. Let's take a ride. Can I beep the horn? <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> And so this motherfucker picks up this, for what it's worth, he had it coming. He picked up this uh, bike and destroys it. So the clown turns around and pulls out some boxing gloves and <laughs> knocks this motherfucker's head off. <laughs> Does he play that? I want to see that. I missed this part. Oh, okay. it's great. It's great. Oh, <laughs> Should have let the man ride his bike. <laughs> I'm sorry. I seem to have broken your bike. But did he have to stomp it too? Right. Where'd it go? Now he wants to fight. Wait, that's English. She said, put up your boots. I, see, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Knock my block off? <laughs> so. Uh, oh, that part's great. I don't miss that. I... I identify uh, a lot with this clown as I too am a small man with green hair who often gets picked on by larger men. And knock people's heads <laughs> off with, with boxing gloves. And I, I have I have that in my heart. I have that in my heart. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say as the pandemic, cause I started transitioning during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And when you wear a mask and people can't see the bottom of half of your face, you pass a lot better oh. uh, for some reason. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, 
it's very, I can always tell if a guy uh, who's picking on me is picking on me because he's seeing me as a man and it's because he says, hey, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you know they mean business when they say buddy. It's like, yeah. Why? Not Why? your, and that's when you get to turn around and be like, "I'm not your buddy, pal. I'm not your pal, friend. I'm not your friend, yes. chum." Bringing back that 15 year old South Park reference. Hell yeah! I feel like chum is a very old reference. Think- when you get the chum, that's when it's about to go down. I feel like, <laughs> even, white people don't, I feel like even white people don't say chum anymore. Last I'm time not- I heard chum was on the Adam West Batman show. I'm not your chum friendo. <laughs> like, yeah, now, 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 now it's it's buddy. There's buddy, dude, bro, uh, or bro, bro. Uh, sometimes you'll get a hey guy. Oh yeah, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard hey guy. I'm not your buddy, bro. I'm not your bro, pal. I'm not your pal, bud. You know, I think that this this clown had, uh, you know, that guy just ruined his bike for no reason. But it does say something about. I don't know what it says about like the specific racism of this town. The first black person you see, and I think only black person you see in this whole only. movie, only, only, is at the biker bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's not from this town. He probably just rode in from another town, and this is the closest <laughs> bar to his town, which was. I'm just gonna say, you know, just guessing. Given the town and what I've seen so far, the town that the black biker is from probably called Blacksburg. <laughs> See, I'm, a, I'm the opposite of y'all. This town's more progressive than I thought. Why? Because, because a black person? Because I didn't think they would put a black person as a biker. That doesn't seem like a stereotypical black. I mean, I mean, yeah, they put him as a biker and still had him talking like a '70s pimp. But wait, it is more progressive because the guy that knocked his block off, I think he might have been indigenous. See, they had. Mm. See, I'm I'm just saying he shouldn't have stomped on it to the horn beat like that was <laughs> fucked up. And also, um, you you heard him say, uh, "Put up your dukes." Yeah, I heard him say, "Guard your face." <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally heard the little fucker say, "Guard your face, guard your face," and then he counterattacked. Wait, let me hear this. I'm sorry. I seem to have broken your bike. Where'd it go? Guard your face. Guard your face. <laughs> and then then did some and one 360 shit and knocked his motherfucking block off he did the hokey pokey and he turned himself around and that's <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back to hindsight after this brief break
scary ghosts, creepy serial killers, horrible horoscopes. Open Shutters is a creepy podcast guaranteed to make your skin crawl. Join hosts Barry Marino and Philip Landry as they take you on a hair-raising journey recorded in the most haunted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana. Open Shutters is available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, and many others. Enjoy the view from the open shutters, but don't fall out of the window. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm John. And we host the Beard Out Podcast. The podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And a bunch of other stuff. That's right. Do you like nostalgia? Do you like sibling banter? Do you like beer? Do you like Weird Al? Are you human? If you answered yes to any of those questions, give us a listen. Become one of our loyal commenters. <clears throat> hear ye, hear ye, the dishonorable widow Abigail will now speak. Attention all weirdos, losers, rednecks, white trash, aliens, outcasts, outliers, sluts, whores, gangsters, thugs, poors, and anyone else who the world and society don't care about. I have a podcast for you. Come join me at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we talk about all the different kinds of relationships we have in our lives. From movies to math and suicide hotlines to sex. Join us every Saturday for a new episode featuring yours truly and other smarter folk. We need you and we want you with us. So come join us at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we accept, respect, and value you. Listen on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Wine, Dine, and Storytime. I'm Nidia. I'm Dana. I'm Cindy. And we're your hosts. Have you ruined a family gathering by asking what wine pairs well with eating a husband? Are you the CEO of TMI? Have you ever been kicked under the table because you brought up your favorite dinner topic, atrocities throughout history? Then this podcast is perfect for you. Each week, Dana and I share stories based on topics that include true crime, historical shenanigans, unexplained mysteries, and all things fascinating, while our amateur chef Cindy prepares themed dinners and pairs wines based on those topics. Find us, the Wine, Dine, and Storytime podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and give us a follow. So, after that, um, let me see. After that, fuck, there's a little... It's not a, it's it's a little girl. Okay, fine. There's a 10-year-old girl. I'm going to stop saying white girl because we've already talked about the one black person in the movie and there's no other people of color in this entire movie. <laughs> so every time I talk about somebody going forward, you know they're white. Okay, let's go. So <laughs> there's a fucking 10-year-old girl in a restaurant playing peekaboo with a random-ass clown. And the girl goes to investigate. The clown has a fucking sledgehammer behind its back. It's not even hidden. If you hit the right angle, you can literally see the fucking it's thing. Right, red, and yellow. <laughs> and she gets to the door and she's about to walk out and get obliterated by a fucking sledgehammer. 
And her mom <laughs> grabs her like she's fucking four. And she's like, uh, 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 not till you finish your food. Does not see the clown outside with a Doesn't fucking sledgehammer. Doesn't say a thing about the thing, the thing about the clown who's literally beckoning her forward with a finger. Like, exactly. I got what you, hey, come here. We all float down here, motherfucker. <laughs> and so. Is this, is this, this is after it? Um, I think it came, well, the move, the book itself. Yes. I believe. Yeah. I'm about to look. Because I want to uh, say the movie too, because the oh no, the movie came out what like not early nineties. The book came out in eighty six. Okay, okay. So yeah, I could see them definitely taking that thought pattern, that thought process, and using it towards this movie as well, because it's it's clowns, you know, right? Scary clowns. You got to use something from it. Um, but, but wait, then. None of the other parents see this thing. They're just like, they're just... None of them. Apparently not. Uh. <laughs> Apparently they're None bad parents. It's horrible. Um, you'd have to beat it into them with a sledgehammer. Um, so <laughs> after that, go. Dave opens a car door to find it full of cotton candy. Like, this is the only place where you see cotton candy. Just, it looks like... Like spider webs. Exactly. I was going to say it looks like arachnophobia where yeah. you would open up a car and it'll just be full of spiders that just ate somebody's <laughs> face. But instead, this is a, a car that has cotton candy in it and they find a pair of glasses. So now Dave believes Mike and Mike tells him the glasses believe the, be, the glasses, they belong to Bob McReed. They got him. He's dead. <laughs> and so Dean Warmer after that starts getting calls left and right from clowns showing up at front doors and hangs up on everybody he thinks that his college kids playing a prank but then the pharmacist calls about the clowns who are trying to buy Bugs Bunny vitamins and I was like oh <laughs> but wait, the fact that the pharmacist stayed there the whole time like he's just sitting up there chilling he, nigga that's his he, money on the table are you gonna pay me for all this shit I know you just, I know that there's two pieces of cotton candy in the back. There used to be two of my customers, but are you going to cash me out for this? <laughs> no. like yeah, no. They, <laughs> they live in a rural area. He's like, he doesn't have, like his, his social security is running low. Like right? he doesn't have health insurance. It's I like, mean, it, it isn't like these are fucking Flintstone vitamins. These are Bugs Bunny vitamins, my nigga. Do you know how hard it is to get hands on those? Look, look, he, he should have sold out to Walgreens long ago. He had been straight, but nah. Well, the thing is, the crazy thing about it is, Listen, like it's said Reagan, before, Reagan was president. He had to be careful with his shit. There's like no said before, social these, safety nets. These motherfuckers <laughs> literally put everything on the counter like they're about to pay for it. <laughs> And he's on the phone with Dean Warmer and Warmer's like, hold on, I got somebody on the other line. And that person says that the clown took his wife away in a balloon. And he's like, oh, good for you. And then he goes back to the pharmacist. Yeah, sure. Balloon. I bet. I bet. No, he said something like you're lucky. I love this character, by the way. And, and so he gets back to the pharmacist just in time to hear the pharmacist fucking die. Yep. And he still doesn't believe anything that's fucking going on. Like, y'all are fucking with me. You're all fucking with me, aren't you? You want to fuck with me? I'm going to sit here and let the phone ring, and I'm going to drink my coffee. Code Police Station Mooney speaking. Wait a minute. I feel like he has something in his coffee. What? Clowns, huh? And now they're at your front door, huh? Wait a minute, who is this? Would you just get over here? 
rich little bastards. See, see, told you. <laughs> Drinking on the job. <laughs> Wait, police brutality, smoke for everyone, and drinking on the job. And literal smoke. He put a cigar in his mouth at one point and was about to light up. Police station, Mooney speaking. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kurt. I think I have a bit of a problem here. Ah, <laughs> uh, just a minute. Jesus, not you too, Mr. Martin. <laughs> Police station. They got Mooney. you. What? Oh, they took your wife away in a balloon? Well, you don't need a police pal, you need a psychiatrist. <laughs> Mr. Myers? <laughs> the Terenzi brothers have the whole town <laughs> on this? Huh. What the hell with them all? <laughs> hell with them all, like this. <laughs> Yeah, he just gives up. He's like, uh, you're all in on this. Well, well, also, you know, if I, what I would wonder too is if, it, you know, maybe there's not clowns, but maybe there's been some kind of, you know, there were, there, there have been things where like entire towns have been dosed with uh, uh, ergot, which is like basically LSD where your bread goes moldy or whatever. And people eat it and then they trip fucking for like days um like maybe that's happening in your town maybe the cia has decided to test a new drug on the people in your small town because you're so far out of the way that you know nobody will care but like maybe something is going on that's not a prank but we'll never that's know what- because this motherfucker refuses to call for help <laughs> oh, this is a- at least he's a proponent for mental health. He did recommend a therapist. Or he did. He did. See, that's when you really don't care about your job anymore. He's like, look, I'm getting so close to my pension. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. He's a definition of I had one more day till retirement. Like, <laughs> you can't fuck with me. So um, after that, uh, Debbie got dropped off by Dean before they drove off to the woods to investigate. So she's like, I'm going to go get in the shower. And as she takes yeah. off her clothes, the popcorn the that was on her clothing. House. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We before this happens, that. before this happens, a random guy is driving down the street and a car and a, a clown pulls up next to him. And the clown is literally just floating in midair with headlights in front of him. Yeah. And the clown rams this car off of a short ass ledge and the car explodes into everything. <laughs> yep, 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 yeah. Another exploding car, and again, they're just causing havoc at this point. They're not. That's that guy's not going to be food. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's all burnt up. He's got. They can't suck anything out through this the silly straw. Exactly. But also, too. So there was there was a point where the the uh, the clown was firing a gun, a popcorn gun, and and like you said, then there's popcorn on the floor. And I have to say the popcorn is my favorite character. The little popcorn that like inches his way across the floor. He's like trying so hard. Floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we yeah, forgot about that. Cause remember the clown put some of the popcorn at the burger place where he was trying to snatch the little girl and he put it in there and he was like, all right, I'm just going to pour this popcorn in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then next, you know, 
Next, you know, dude is taking out the trash. He's like, all right, I'm just taking out the trash. But I kept thinking to myself, why didn't you just lift the whole thing up rather than keep lifting it up, throwing stuff away, keep lifting up? Yeah. It seems but very inefficient. The, the question that I had was with that um, trash can murder, how the fuck did it grab him? They had no arms. It was just necks. It was clown heads on well, a neck. We didn't know at that point what it was. All we knew, like, I was like, how did the popcorn grab him? Because popcorn's so small. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but once you figure it out, once you find out, because you see Debbie fighting against these things, how the fuck did he die? Like, I am I am well aware that people die every day, B. <laughs> but some of the ways they die are dumber than others. Here's, here's the thing, too. You hear a scratching and a little... Don't fucking investigate. Can. You 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 want to what you want to see the possum? Mm-hmm. You want to see away. the raccoon? Walk away! Just fucking walk away! It's not your problem. But like, also, are these baby clowns, or are they a different kind of being? Will they eventually grow up into full fledged clowns? And question. was this clown just shooting a jizz gun? Is there jizz popcorn? Another excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> that's an excellent observation you know what? that makes sense and i was thinking about that too like they you know what they might grow into it like if they stayed in that in that trash can they might go into actual clowns they're like they're like clown audrey twos except with popcorn <laughs> with popcorn jizz yeah 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 self-replicating apparently which which begs the question so did you know seeing as the so Tessarelli brothers, you know, procreated with the clowns. Did they? Did yeah? Did, did the men have like cl- popcorn jizz and the women have popcorn squirt? I have, I have mm, questions. About. Okay, so here's no, here's what it might here's what it, here's what it might be here's what it might be. I'm thinking, um, okay, so the brothers have sex with the the female clowns, and for some reason, they're genetic. Uh, they're genetically compatible. I don't know why. I assume that these clowns have cloa- cloa- cloacas, like a like a bird or a fish. It's just all okay. one thing. And then, much like a seahorse, they deposit their fertilized popcorn into the male clown what i assume to be male clowns so that's why they have the big bellies okay and then they hold on to the popcorn until it's like ready to be squirted out and put into a gun i i just um want to stop you with one part just one small piece of what you said <laughs> just one little very tiny part sure i'm 100 certain that those brothers were virgins. And so they don't know what they stuck their dicks into. Yes. Um, so actually correct. Yeah. I think that they <laughs> might have just got a dry hump. Like they just rubbed up against their, their <laughs> fabrics. And oh, you know what? It's probably that the the when when they're inside of the the lady clowns, they're unpopped popcorn seeds, and then then they come out after they're fertilized, and then they go into the male clowns. Then they pop in their bellies. Yeah, I could, I, oh. I, I, I could see that. 
I see it. I'm I'm there for it. I'm I see the vision. I mean, at this fucking that's, point, that's, that's why they walk so slow. They're carrying their babies. Yeah. So, um, I can dig that. <laughs> the um. Oh, so then the next thing that happens is that Dave and Mike are driving down the street in a police car, and they see a bunch of white people. I, I said I was going to stop saying white people, but it's for a reason. <laughs> that if you are all at a fucking bus race. stop, all you see is race. I don't give a fuck, Brandon. If I'm at a bus stop at 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, and I look over and a weird ass motherfucker with a pot belly in a clown suit is looking at me making fucking <laughs> shadow puppets, I'm going the fuck home, Brandon. I don't you, at you, the bus you know stop. what, Brandon? Stop, 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 stop. If I'm at the bus stop and a bus pulls up, and as soon as the bus goes past, it doesn't even stop. It just pulls up and a clown fucking appears. <laughs> I'm going the fuck at home, Brandon. How are you going home if you're on the bus stop? You're clearly waiting for the bus to go home. I'm a walk. I'm a walk. Oh, you want to make <laughs> shadow puppets? You want to make a dancing girl out of two fingers? You're doing the Goku hand symbols like this is fucking Naruto have and you, shit? Have you been to New York City before? No, but if a clown popped sure. up in New I'm York clear. City, I'd go home it too. Sounds like you haven't been in New York City. Because this type of shit happens in New York every day. I just feel like you're not I just, wrong, yeah. I just feel like if these were black folks. Yeah, but this, this isn't town, New York City, though. That's the thing. This is a small town. Because if this happened in New York City and a clown popped up out of nowhere like that, they get washed. That's what I feel like would happen. No, you have that. If you go to the have you not seen the viral videos of New York subway system? There's yeah, always people doing some insane, crazy shit on the subway platform. And you know what the other people do? Sit there and wait for their train. I, I literally, I was literally a clown who performed on subway platforms. So Thank clown you. slash mime. Uh, yeah, I can attest to it. I was there. I was out there every day. I guess my <laughs> nickname is George Washington because everybody... <laughs> they engaged with the clown see sometimes you see it and you be like hey you enjoy the performance you put a few dollars you go on with your day but they were like ah oh people people come up come. yeah i mean people would come up and engage with me when i was dressed like the, the interesting thing is that when you're dressed uh like a clown or a mime and you stand completely still people like treat you like you are an object so like couples would have fights behind me thinking that's <laughs> oh, blocking shit. them. Let's fuck behind the statue. They do that like in England with those uh so like those uh soldiers or whatever. I forget what they're called. Yeah, yeah. People people try to people mm. have like people would hit you and they throw things at you and they scream in your ears and they're really people are pretty awful. <laughs> you know, a yeah, clown's yeah. life matters too, along with goth and you know, <laughs> you go down the hierarchy. Uh, yeah, got people... California biased, I see. I'm just yeah, saying, try, I'm just saying, we have a guy, definitely. we have it, we well, we had a guy, rest in peace, um, out in the Bay Area, uh, out on the wharf. His name was Bushman, and he would literally hide behind a bush and jump out and scare motherfuckers. If you look him up. Quan, you look shook. <laughs> Just type in um, Bay Area Bushman. I'm sure he had a website or, yeah. or a memorial for him because yeah. he was. Did he did, did he die from getting shot or getting? That's what I'm saying. Shot? Nobody ever washed him. Nobody ever washed this motherfucker, and they get scared. Then they walk off a little bit and turn around and watch somebody else get scared. And be like, hee, hee, hee. no, 
That's I, why weed was legal in California first, because the, you had to be high not to not not to wash your. All I'm saying is, okay, you can make one clown animal or one uh, shadow puppet for me. That's cool. <laughs> but like the fifth one, where I know that you, there's no fucking way you can make Washington crossing the Potomac. Yeah. Yeah. There's demonic well, forces had, going on in this motherfucking town. He only had three fingers or four fingers on each hand. Mm-hmm. Wait, he made I, a dancing woman. Wait, of the clown skills, where does the hand puppets rank? Because I like the uh, the balloon hunting dog. That has to be high up on the list. But nigga, she, he, th- it, they, it, he, they, they, we don't know anybody's gender. They made a goddamn did the did the naruto hand symbols every time i saw doing naruto hand symbol i would have left but it did the naruto hand symbols and made their hands into a goddamn dinosaur shadow puppet (laughs) that ate everybody in real life that is last time i saw some shit that bad it was on double dragon (laughs) so then mike Mike is like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> Dave is like, we got to get out of here. Mike's like, nah, nigga, we going to kill it. And takes his foot. <laughs> Dave is in the passenger seat, or Mike's in the passenger seat of this police car. He takes his foot and puts it over the middle hump onto the gas pedal of this police car and crashes Dave's police car into the wall because the clown bounces out. Like, it dips. Um... And then so Dave calls in and tells Dean Warmer that he saw the clowns too. And Dean Warmer's like, not you two, you dumb motherfucker. Like, <laughs> all y'all motherfuckers pulling a joke on me, but I ain't having it. I ain't going for this shit. Not today, not tomorrow, probably not ever. You know what you can do? You can all kiss my motherfucking ass. How about that? You think you're funny. You're just getting on my nerves. I will fuck you all up. You can see these old man hands. That's pretty much where Dean Warmer was. By like the fourth time that somebody called him about it, which was fucking <laughs> Dave. Now, I want to say the uh, the uh, <laughs> Mike. They never. I don't believe they ever say his full name in the movie, but in the credits, Hunt. his 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 full name is Mike Tobacco. That's dumb too. That was dumb. <laughs> they just they were like they could have said Mike Hunt. They, Mike Tobacco. They could have done Mike Hunt. They they could have. Like you had choices here. If you're not gonna say his last name, you can say whatever you want. Mike <laughs> Peter, uh, Mike Checker. Um, they were smoking a cigarette, and they were like, "What should we call him?" They weren't smoking a cigarette. Come on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> they were snorting cocaine. What should we call him? Like we need to get these jokes off. Give me that cocaine. Fucking coolest name ever. Fucking Mike Tobacco, bro. They were like, oh, we can't call him Mike Hunt for God's sakes. He needs an awesome name. We can't call him Mike Hunt. This is a children's movie. <laughs> Let's call him Mike Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> we can't use that name. Fine, fine, fine. Mike Tobacco. Yeah, it's the 80s. Cigarettes are cool. Cigarettes rock. <laughs> He's gone. He went straight up. I've seen enough. One Baker 5. Kurt, do you read me over? 
One Baker Five, this is Mooney speaking. I was a little worried about you. I thought the big bad clown's got a hold of you. Over. Mooney, I want you to listen to me and don't say anything. I want you to call the state police and get help. There are clowns and they are killing people. Over. Okay, let me get this straight. You say there are clowns and you've seen them. Okay, Dave, that's it. Screw you and your college flunkies. I've had enough of this from you and from everyone else. I know what you guys are trying to do. Break me down, drive me out of the force. Well, it's going to take a hell of a lot more than a lame prank like this to get Curtis Mooney to throw in his badge. So That's fuck right. you. Over. Fuck you. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Breaker Breaker now you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Over. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave. You can go fuck yourself over. If this movie had a, if this movie uh, had a drinking game, one of the rules would be every time Mooney says, Dave, you have to drink because you would get really drunk in that first scene and then you would just, you know, keep it up. Okay. Says, so I got to tell Dave, you. He says, Dave, like Dave just got a promotion over him. Yeah. <laughs> he says Dave. He says Dave. He says Dave like Dave is his new stepson, and he's not sure if he <laughs> likes him or not. <laughs> Would you like some breakfast, Dave? Have you gotten a real job yet, Dave? <laughs> so um I do have to say that the worst drinking game that my wife and I ever made, we created a drinking game and we came to regret it damn near immediately. It was pretty amazing uh race. Um, oh. and so on the amazing race, if you've never seen it, the amazing race is a race around the world where they hop on planes and they run and they're all really self-centered Americans for the most part. <laughs> and we decided that every time they said to the driver of a taxi cab, hurry up, we're in a race. We were going to take a <laughs> shot. <laughs> and I mean, the first time we agreed to do this game. Not three minutes later, this one white couple said it like six times in a row. We're in a race. 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 And because the person <laughs> didn't speak English, they were like, I don't think they speak English. We're in a race. So we had to take six shots like in the first like no. four minutes of the game and oh. shit. And we're like, we're not doing this no more. We're not. We I not. would die. So <laughs> I love that. I need this in my life. I need to do that now. I will say I'd be better at it now because fun fact is that um, when you get on, when you take, when you have more testosterone in your body, I don't know why this is, but I can drink way more. Mm -hmm. So I would be better at it, but I would still probably die. Six shots just to start out. Mm -mm. Just start off. And it was Don Look. Julio, 76. Look, I've done that before. <laughs> I've done that before. I drink tequila with my cousin straight. We drink it straight. Mm -hmm. uh, we had, I remember one night we had seven shots of tequila, just seven shots over maybe about a three hour span. Mm -hmm. And then my I want to say it was like New Year's Eve and my aunt bought that pink champagne crap. Oh, and God. I added that to it. I like had a glass just I was messed up. You know and what I think that. it is? You know what I think it is, though, is that uh, with the testosterone, it's not that I can drink more necessarily. It's that no one can convince me or tell me that I am drunk. <laughs> See, that's part of it. That's the main part. <laughs> Not that You're you drunk. You're more. drunk. 
I'm not drunk. I don't feel drunk at all. And the next morning you wake up and you're like, what the fuck? Right as you, as soon as you say, I'm not that drunk, you can add at least four to five more drinks and it doesn't (laughs) touch you until the next morning. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get drunk. I get blowjobs. <laughs> that is a college, that is a quote from one of my college friends. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get drunk. I get blowjobs. And we were like, okay, he's literally over his limits. We just left him there. Um, I never said I was a good friend. Um, so then the next thing that happens is that the Terenzi brothers are shown chasing their ice cream truck down the street, which crashes into a wall. And the girls who are with them have run off in the opposite direction because these two are like fucking sexual assaulty, creepy ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Who are clearly 30 and going, mm-hmm. <laughs> going to the college with all the teenagers. And so then the clowns show up at Dean Warmer's place and he tells them or he tells it that he made a big that it made a big mistake because it's in his territory now. So it's raised warmer with water from a flower and warmer arrests the clown. And as he's walking the clown into the cell, its hands fall off. (laughs) So instead of warmer freaking out about any of this, because of clowns that people have been telling you about that you heard murder the pharmacist and their hands are alien hands. Mm -hmm. They are not human hands. (laughs) This ain't the Jiffy Mark. It um, kind of look like the big white gloves you can buy at Disney World. It looked like so, Simpson hands. <laughs> it looked like Mickey gloves. Oh, well, I, yeah, Mickey I gloves. Mean, they were they were kind of knobby on the end. I'm not gonna lie. Like they would, if the clowns weren't so murderous, they would probably make good lovers. But uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> women's delight. Um, <laughs> and so he's he throws the clown into the cell block with the two fucking college kids. And then he hits it in the back of the head with a flashlight and the clown's like, that's it. And it pulls out one of those party favorite things that you blow into and it blows into it and it reaches out and wraps its the end of the party favor around Warmer's neck very gently and Warmer dies. No, he banged his head against the bar like all of a sudden. Yeah, it was it was a hand. It was a hand. Yeah, but I'm saying that hand was not grabbing him very hard. It's not hard enough to jerk him into these fucking bars and kill him. Maybe the maybe the fingers had spikes on the end. Mm, mm, I could see that. Mm-hmm. So uh, Debbie's finally about to get out of the shower and the popcorn is still percolating in the clothes hamper. Um, and then Dave goes back to the police station and sees the warmers gone and all the lights are off. And then he sees footprints on the ground from a clown. So he follows him like a fucking doofus. And it leads to the cell block where the footprints are all over the wall and the two college kids have been cotton candy. And then when he gets back into the main area, the clown pops up and the clown is made warmer into a fucking puppet. And war- <laughs> you gotta admit, that was hilarious with the rosy cheeks. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. And, the- <laughs> and, and so warmer, like Jigsaw. warmer tells Dave, <laughs> warmer tells Dave, don't worry. All they want to do is kill you. This is not reassuring, Warmer. Don't worry. They just want to kill you a little bit. And presumably the other humans in town, too. So Dave pulls out his gun and shoots the clown's nose off, which apparently is the move. Uh, But he then then gets on the line with the state police. He he shoots it like 
five times. Like he uses all almost every shot in his revolver. And then he's like, oh, I'll shoot it in the head. Like mm-hmm. shoot it in the head from the beginning. That's a rule. I thought it was a rule, but it shoot said it no. Over the shoulder, behind the back, between the legs. Oh, now I'm going to aim. Take his nose Why off. is it like, why is it that the cop, like the cop, only cops in movies are shooting people. Like cops in movies are like, no, they, they, they teach you to take a fatal shot and you can't do a fatal shot. CV, on a, I, I generally on an alien say, clown. Yeah, I generally would say shooting someone in the head is really hard because it's such a small space. It's such a small target relative to like a body. However, these clowns had ginormous heads. They had huge heads. <laughs> they had ginormous and they were in heads. the same room. It's hard to shoot somebody in the head like if it's they're... like the size of a dartboard. You just got to get it on the board. And it's not like on the board. <laughs> and it's not like the clowns. <laughs> It's not like the clowns at any point in this movie actually ran at anybody. They always walked. I mean, they just walked at people. Really slow. So because just... they're very they're very full of babies. Mm-hmm. Popcorn. <laughs> the popcorn's popcorn. percolating. <laughs> so Debbie finally gets out the shower and opens the hamper. Oh, yeah. So he calls the state police and he's like, I need help. But at no point does he tell them, hey, also, you know, if you shoot him in the nose, he'll die. When you get here to help, just shoot them in the face. They'll die. Would would have been something good to, you know, let them know. Let anybody know. Yeah, somebody like, yo, shoot them in the nose. They die. I just found that out. When I found out about the fucking Konami code and got 30 lives in Contra, I told every fucking body. My mom did not care about that shit at all. Neither did the pastor. But guess what? They found (laughs) out about the fucking Konami code. So if you find out how to kill a fucking killer clown from outer space, you'd better tell me. I shouldn't see that shit in Game Pro. I should... It's honestly, it's ridiculous. I was waiting for him to say like, oh, by the way, if you shoot them in the nose, they die. BTW, LOL. What's going on? He told told the kids later, he told the kids, but he was the only one with a weapon. Right. And so Debbie has to fight uh, popcorn clowns and there's a popcorn in the toilet too. And they all try and kill her, but she gets past them. But there are clowns at every turn in her house now. Like there's clowns outside the window with a fucking trampoline for her to jump into. There's a clown at <laughs> the front door. There's, a, there's there's just clowns. And I'm like, why are all of these clowns going after Debbie specifically? Is she the last person left alive in town? And they just got a radar for the pulse of human blood. Like, why are they here? So instead of them turning her into cotton candy, they balloon her up. Um and, they, and, and I was like, why are they putting her in a balloon? Like, that's unfair. Like, nobody else got put in a balloon. But um, then I realized <laughs> that I had been typing the word clowns with a K this entire time because the movie was Killer Clowns <laughs> from Outer Space. And that pissed me off. So I had to take a, I had to take a nap. Um, and then I woke back up. And Mike and the brothers are riding in the brothers' um, uh, ice cream truck. And they get to Debbie's house just in time to see the clowns run off with Debbie in a clown car. And this clown car is a moving like it's (laughs) going. And so the ice cream truck is moving, too. But then they hear a police siren behind them. So they just smash on the brake. (laughs) They just fucking stop. And the, the and so Dave crashes his police car into the back of the ice cream truck and then hops into the ice cream truck. And they're like, now we've lost them. Damn it. 
Well, if you were a clown, where would you go? The answer is not back to their spaceship. It's clearly to the carnival. Yeah, I'd go to the carnival if I was a clown. So (laughs) they go to the carnival and a security guard tells the clown that the amusement park is closed. And then four more of them motherfuckers hop out the clown car and they all pull out pies. Mm -hmm. And the security guard is like, what's the pie for? And they all throw the pies at him and the pie is fucking acid or acid goo and turns him into goo. And then one of the brothers, when they pull up, he dips his finger into this acid goo and tastes it and says it tastes like ice cream. Wait, you forgot the little clown that knocked dude's block off, put a cherry on top as he walked past. A giant cherry. Because, you know, "Hmm." because, you know, he's the little nigga's a leader. I decided that. <laughs> like he's the one with the common sense in the whole group. Um, so then they're walking through a fun house and the brothers are super fucking annoying and disappear because one of the brothers, if I'm walking through a place that I'm unsure of, if I'm walking through a fucking when I'm walking through a new house, you know what I don't do? I don't touch shit on the walls. And if it's a red fucking light, you know what I'm definitely not going to do? I'm not going to touch a red fucking button on the wall. But instead, <laughs> the Terenzi brothers see this big red button on the wall that everybody else walks past and they're like, it must be for me. Like, ooh, button. Right? And so they're like, don't touch anything else and stay close to us so they fucking disappear. And that's when they end up in a ball pit with two clowns who are growing breasts at an alarming rate. Yeah, like, their breasts are growing. Wait, I, I thought that was just me that noticed. It's like, wait, are they growing? Like, when no, I was they were growing. They remember, they remember that earlier that the two guys said they were in the women with big breasts. <laughs> when, they got, when they got into that ice cream truck, the guy was trying to get them to go get Debbie. And remember, he was like, yeah, Debbie's got two roommates and they both have big boobs. And they were like, oh, big boobs? We're there. We like that. So the clowns heard that. And then they were like, oh, we know how to get you. We know <laughs> white, white male Americans in the 80s love big boobs. And they don't know why. Them other brothers can't deny. Um, so <laughs> then after that, um, the, like I said, brothers end up in a ball pit um, and the Debbie is found and Dean and Mike try and pop the balloon that she's in, but they can't pop it. So then Dean pulls out a gun and shoots the balloon with his gun. It doesn't kill her or nothing. She's okay. Um, <laughs> and then they the clowns start approaching because they hear them all in the room or whatever, and they're pursuing them anyway. Well, they're also, when they're walking into the spaceship, they're extremely loud the they whole are time. very loud. They're I think just, we're lost. I think, oh yeah, we're having a, a conversation at normal to high volume in the spaceship. And there's also, there's a lot of other balloons. I don't know if you noticed that there were a bunch of other yep. balloons. Why... Yep. Are you not checking on the other um, balloons? She- I call it the Dwayne Johnson uh, rescue method. Ah. Uh, where you have other people that you could rescue right next to you, but you don't because they're not your daughter or your wife. Speaking of Dwayne, <laughs> you must put blackness respect on his name now, Rashani, because he has a rap song. So you can't say anything now. So you does call fucking, him not black. So does creation. <laughs> and snow 
and Vanilla Ice and Mac <laughs> Miller, rest in peace, and Eminem <laughs> and Macklemore. I don't gotta do shit. Try again later. None of them got black in them, so re- put respect on his name now. He wrapped something with mana, so there you go. The mm-hmm. bars. He got mana. Mm-hmm. And he got a plug in for his tequila. That's the main I like. That's the main I respect. Okay. So anyway, um, that was fun. Um Dave is now shooting with the shotgun. And every shot he's taking is ringing true. He takes off like two more noses. Um, and that's when he tells the kids, if you shoot them in the nose, they die. And they're like, good job, fucker. We don't have a gun. So they run and they slide down a pole. And they're like, why didn't you go down further? And it's because there's like this huge fucking monster on the next floor down. It's just eating people who slide all the way through to the next floor down. Um, which So it's lucky that he got off. Like, yo, I wouldn't have saw that thing coming. Um, <laughs> they then run out of one room and run into a, the mouth of a sandworm. And then they make it to a door. And um, Mike starts opening the doors, and there's a door behind the door. And Mike wants you to know about each and every one of them. Yeah, I feel like this part, I was like, did you get sued by Tim Burton? I can't take this anymore. Yes. Come on, open the doors. Another door. Come on, Mike. Another door. Another door. Another door. We're straight from Beetlejuice. Wait. Yeah, did, yeah. Did, did he get more dramatic with each time? Yes. It was <laughs> because at first when they got there, he was like, it's a door. And then he opened it and he was like, another door. And then he opened it again. And he was like, another door. And then he opened it again and he was like, we're in a race. We're in a race. You gotta drive fast. <laughs> I was um, watching it with I was watching it with my partner. Uh, I was like, "Hey, do you want to watch this movie with me? I have to watch this movie." And they were like, "Have to?" <laughs> you know what? You're just another door. <laughs> so and yeah, it was great when we, when it was over. They were like, "Wow, that was a movie." <laughs> it so um. When they scramble through the four doors, they then scramble to a stage where they're surrounded by clowns and they climb up on a platform and the clowns follow them. And then the ice cream truck crashes through the wall and convinces and 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 the brothers start talking and they're like, we're the head clown because the top of the ice cream truck is the ice is a is a clown head. And they've been talking through it the whole time. So now it plays out and they're like, we're the head clown and you should listen to us while we're clowning around with stuff. And so they we think that that's going to work and and they convince them that the ice cream truck clown head is their god and then everyone looks down and the fucking megazord clown drops out of the sky that was amazing it was a kaiju <laughs> so the best the best part is about this is like they, they've got the, the ice cream truck crash through the wall right mm-hmm. ice cream trucks have back doors like they could have gone out the back door. Uh, they could have gone in through the front door of the ice cream truck, it, it out through the back door. 
but it was rented like this. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the other people could have, they could have stayed with the truck if they wanted to, but everyone else could have gone out through the back door. They didn't have to wait till the whole truck was removed. And the, 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 the kaiju clown is not clowning around anymore and it starts fucking the truck up. And so everybody escapes except for the brothers, because again, it's rented. And so as the clown fucks the truck up, it explodes. And I got to say, I was hoping that the brothers died. <laughs> I was too. It explodes so big. And I was like, yes, yes. Two less. Let's go. Let's <laughs> let's fucking go. And then um, Dave tell Debbie and Mike to run away. And starts trying to distract this big-ass clown who's bigger than the rest of the clowns. So presumably, the clown's head is bigger than the rest of the clowns. Which means, presumably, the clown's nose is bigger than the rest of the clowns. And for some reason, Dave does not aim at the clown's nose at all. He just licks shots (laughs) at the clown and distracts it. Like, I would have been like, I know what kills you. I'm doing this out the gate. And shot it in the face. And it walks so slow! Right? And so... The clown grabs Dave and then the clown spaceship is taken off with Mike still in it, as well as all the people who weren't dead. Um, they were just in blooms. They're not dead. Like the, there's all these people who were still alive that y'all could fucking save. And so Mike and Debbie get out. Um, and just as Dave is about to die right alongside all the people who are in blooms, Dave takes his badge and pokes the clown's nose with it which caused it to explode along with the rest of the ship. But then the clown car crashed to the ground and Dave gets out of the car along with the two fuckboy brothers who survived the explosion of the truck by climbing into the freezer. Ugh. And, and Debbie now they're going to go to open mics and after you tell them why the thing that they said was inappropriate, they're going to go, huh, you can't take a joke. Right, right, right. Hey, that's... I'm going to double down and make another whole thing about this later on. You're going to think that's funny. <laughs> why couldn't the freezer have stayed locked? You know, just stayed locked. And, and we, the world would have been a better place. So then... Debbie asks if it's over, and Mike is like, yeah, it's over, and then they all get hit by pies, which I thought were going to be the acid pies. Yes, the acid pies. Maybe that's it. That's why That's why it's like, ooh, you don't know. They're going to they're gonna melt. Because then, then they just do that 80s thing where they, like, freeze frame it, mm-hmm. and then go, that is literally what they did. Y'all think Mike got another date or he, she, he basically got left for Dave? I, I feel like Dave got her because Dave saved the world using the safety pin on his badge. <laughs> right, so he could hold that over her head all the time. Like anytime she's like, you didn't take out the trash or you didn't. And he's like, I'll lock you up. I'll put you in prison. I don't even care. He's like, I saved the, every time she would argue with Dave from then on out because they would get married and 30 years later, her, their kids will remember them arguing in the kitchen. Like you didn't take the trash out. And he's like, well, I don't have to take the trash out because I saved the goddamn town. And she's like, you didn't save shit motherfucker because you didn't take none of them balloons out. Like I told you to. (laughs) This movie is on the same level for me, Brandon. It is like two steps ahead of um, Dead Heist. No, this I've is much better than Dead Heist. Dead Heist is a horrible movie. Heist. You don't want to see Dead Heist. 
This All is right, much better I, than I that. will refrain. Dead Heights is a bunch of rappers who want to act. That was another Ace special. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Ace wait. did tell us about Dead Heights. Yeah, that um, was Ace. So wait, the rapper's trying to act. Is it worse or better than Nas in Belly? Okay, worse. so it's, it's wait, <laughs> wait. Let's not go there. Let's not be hasty. Um, <laughs> the thing about the rappers who are acting in this, they know that they're not actors. It's like E Forty and, and and fucking Bone Crusher, and 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 Big Daddy Kane. Nas thought he was no, doing Big something. Big Daddy Kane was absolutely trying to act. He wasn't playing <laughs> Big Daddy wait, wait. Kane. He was playing wait. like a survivalist. So E Forty and Bone Crusher trying to act in a movie and Big mm-hmm. Daddy Kane. Why shouldn't I watch this? You should, <laughs> you should listen to our thing about it. I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to watch that because I feel like th- th- there's a cultural touchstone that I'm missing. And I don't want to put this on. I don't. I don't want to put that one on Ace. I found that movie. I found it on Voodoo, and I was like, I'm definitely watching this shit. And then I was like, Why did I watch this shit? And that was pretty much the end of it. I have a whole a whole wish list on voodoo of bad movies to watch and actually the playlist is called bad movies to force brandon to watch (laughs) and it includes such uh gems as big ass spider and the (laughs) brandon brandon do we have to start do we have to do when does ghostbusters come out when does afterlife come out brandon uh in three weeks three weeks so we do have to do for the 31st we do have to do ghostbusters okay fine Okay, fine. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because otherwise, dude, we would have been closing this motherfucker out by watching Snake out of Compton. Um, <laughs> in which a giant snake. I'm not doing that with just you. So you're going to, we'll do that when you find someone else who wants to sign up for that. A giant snake, snake takes over the streets of Compton. Snake <laughs> out of Compton. Wow, that sounds amazing. That sounds as. I, that sounds like when I saw uh, vampire, Vampires versus the Bronx. And I, I saw that I movie. Was waiting on, and I was waiting. There was one scene I was waiting on, and I got it, and it made the movie for me. Right. Where, they were, where they were throwing stuff at the vampires, and someone. Did they throw a, a Tim? They yes, did. They, did. <laughs> they threw a pair of butters at, at a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> See the thing is, Brandon doesn't like snakes anymore, and I like spiders. So uh, that's going to be an interesting month when we finally can get around to that. But because um, Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming up soon, the next one we're going to be doing is uh, both a—it's not a horrible movie. It's—it's it's actually a classic. We're going to be watching Ghostbusters. Um, so we're going to watch Ghostbusters and then we're going to watch Ghostbusters 2 and then we're going to watch the remake and then we're going to do a review of Ghostbusters Afterlife here on Hindsight as well. Oh, that'll Fine. be dope. Yeah, that'll and then after dope. that I can do my months. Because <laughs> this, that wasn't I love wasn't Ghostbusters. It. Honestly, this hair was inspired by Slimer. You know what? Slimer. One of my favorite yeah. high-C drinks of all time was inspired by Slimer. Go yeah. Echo Cooler. I love the Ecto Cooler. Go Ecto Cooler. It's green, but it tastes orange. (laughs) You know, there's also, um, uh, it's the color of Surge. Okay, so (laughs) V, when I was a freshman in college, I, okay, I'm old enough now that I'm no longer ashamed to say this. (laughs) I developed 
I'm itching just thinking about it. I'm so sincere when I say this. I developed a crippling addiction to surge soda when I was a freshman in college. <laughs> so what happened was in the 90s, colleges would, you know, when you're walking down the quad, they just be giving you credit card applications left and right. Like here, sign up for this. Right. So I signed up for credit cards, whatever. And I one remember of them- getting my first credit card at 18 and they were just like, here you go. Here's just a thousand dollars. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? I didn't ask for this, but I but have thank it you. Exactly. <laughs> and so one of them, uh, one of the booths, because there were like eight booths out there. They were all credit card people giving out T-shirts and shit. And one of them also had a sweepstakes going on in which they were giving away 20, 24 packs of Surge and a Surge cooler. Um, to one lucky person and I won and I was in a I was in a single room dorm or a single person dorm so it was just me and so I put like a pack into the refrigerator and it was all good I drank the first one the first one I was like this is gross by the seventh (laughs) one I was like this is kind of good by the next day I was starting my day by drinking a surge (laughs) by the end of the second day but no by the end of the third day i was a pack a day drinker um i was drinking (laughs) i was i was drinking surge like back to back i had surge in my backpack that i would carry with me to class to give me a pick me up in the middle of class and i would bend down behind my book and sip the surge like i'm thinking this is high school you're not allowed to drink it fast the teacher didn't give a fuck but i'm drinking surge out of these are cans so i'm carrying all these clattering cans in my backpack with me I'm, I'm drinking surge behind the book in class. I'm sitting at my job because I worked as a dispatcher for the campus public safety office and I'm drinking surge at my desk to help me stay level. I get back to my, uh, <laughs> I get back to my dorm room and I'm like, you know what? It's four o'clock in the morning. Cause I'm still up from drinking all this fucking caffeine. I'm like, it's four o'clock in the morning. And I want to go to the breakfast, uh, the, 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 the dining hall for breakfast. When it opens, I want to be the first person there at six. So I drank another pack of <laughs> surge. And so by the end of the first week, I'm literally twitching. <laughs> I bet. I I'm bet. twitching. And when right. I don't, when I don't have surge on me, I, I just, I'm, <laughs> I've never See, heard of someone be, being becoming poopy from New Jack City off the surge. Off surge. <laughs> I fully got addicted. And so now even every so often, because, you know, surge was made by Coca-Cola. I know this because I read the can repeatedly while I'm drinking these boxes of surge. Um, but surge was made by Coca-Cola. So every so often I'll go past the soda machine. That's a Coca-Cola soda machine that has surge in it. And yeah. I will pause and I'll just look at it. And well, I haven't given in yet. They stopped making it for a while because too many people were having like heart palpitations. Or That's something. the other thing was, that would happen. It was it was uh, not great. I I don't know if they've reformulated it, but I do know that you can buy it like on Amazon. Like, I haven't seen it in a store, but by the time I was an adult and like able to go out and like, my mom didn't allow soda in the house. So mm-hmm. by the time I was an adult and able to go out and get Surge, and not just sneak it at the Burger King. Like <laughs> they weren't making it anymore because it was bad for your heart or some shit. Yeah. So here's the other thing that I didn't say. <laughs> I have a uh, heart condition. And so while oh I'm. My God. Over- <laughs> 
said so while I am mainlining. Like I am shotgunning sodas. All the other people, they don't give a fuck. They're at the parties. They got their natty light beards, whatever. They're carrying their six pack of natty light beards, their 24 pack cases. And I just walk in with a pack of surge on my arm, like, hey guys, how are you, fellow college children? And um, so between that and Jolt, Jolt, Jolt Cola. I know about Jolt. I've yeah, never, so I've never messed with it. They did a study on Surge. <laughs> and and a- according, according to a 15 year study uh published by a medical internal medical uh, medical review is, is that said that participants who consume 25 percent more of their daily calories is sugar so it's the sugar and surge that make you die from heart disease yeah and you know it's got a shit ton of sugar as well i was gonna say now as an adult i have all these issues and i look back at those surge days and i wonder yeah should i have the like those three weeks of surge were just like and I've had the time of my life. <laughs> yeah, because it's not just like, like it's got way more, it's, it's the caffeine, but it's got way more sugar than the average soda. Because that's the thing is like, I, you know, when I was in college and I was like trying to stay up and like, I knew I had to go and like get food or whatever and eat. But I was like, I need to work just a little bit longer. I would just eat something sugary like a candy bar because the sugar tricks you into thinking you had a meal and then you can last for a little bit <laughs> see I, I had a binge on I had this weird thing like in my brain I thought wait I thought weirdly like I was like all right so let me get a diet coke uh it was diet cherry coke I would always drink as my pick-me-up because I was like I just need the caffeine. I don't really need the sugar. And then it was like, you know, the, <laughs> the fake sugar is worse than you than a real sugar. I don't know, you know what I'm just even even tasting sugar if it's real sugar causes your body. Even if you just like have like a lollipop or something, it causes your body to release an extra store of energy, which I've always found very interesting. That's interesting. Very. Yeah. So V. Yeah. Tell the, tell the folks something about yourself and tell them something about your show. The floor is now yours. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm V Chatty. I uh, co-host uh, Frown Town with uh, Jay Jones. Uh, we, it's a podcast about laws because <laughs> uh, it turns out that laws are always terrible. Mm. Um, we all we started out we started out reading reading the the letter of the law in a uh, in the voice of. Uh, what's that rooster cartoon rooster uh foghorn leghorn foghorn leghorn and that was the fun for about one episode um uh but we we have had interviews with uh people who are running for congress which is cool um we've had guests talking about let's see See now I've now I've been smoking weed this whole time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we we try to take uh, take laws and like break them down so that you can understand them. Uh, we talked about the national debt last time. Our uh, episode that's coming out this next time that we've most recently done. Uh, I went to a gun show. 
um, <laughs> yeah. And I had never, I've never been to a gun show. It was my very first gun show and, uh, they are weird. Uh, but I will say this, I went to the gun show and they wouldn't let me, I couldn't buy a gun. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because, um, the gun show is in Texas and I have a Washington ID. Wow. Um, so, you know, uh, you, you have to be a resident of Texas to just freely purchase guns, but I'm sure there were people I could have unscrupulous people there. I could have bought from, but that's a fun episode. So you can listen to that. Um, I also host uh, a show that's coming back this fall, uh, called America's hottest doll bar. Uh, it's a zoom comedy show. Uh, and it's all stand-up comedy, but the comedians need to do their comedy uh, through a doll. Um, hmm. So for some people, that's a that's a Barbie. Uh, for me, it's uh, you know I, I have it hosted uh, by uh, you know several of my Barbie dolls. Uh, but you know we've had you know a doll can be a Barbie, but a doll could also be. Uh, a knife that you glued some googly eyes onto. Um, <laughs> a doll could be oh your 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 finger that you drew a face on with a pen. Um, so I feel like that's not trying that hard though. I feel like that one I would judge. <laughs> we had one. We had a, our Christmas special. We had Emperor Fabulous, who is a boy boylesque dancer, and um, he. <laughs> built an entire set for his small doll with stairs and wallpaper and everything and made his doll dance and do burlesque uh, while he sang. So we've had, we've had everything from people just with a face drawn on their finger to a full, a full on soundstage, a full on soundstage. (laughs) So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, that is on uh, Instagram uh, at America's Hottest Doll, and uh, you can find Frown Town on Instagram and Twitter at Frown Town Pod. And then, if you want to just like follow me, I guess you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Instagram and Twitter is at vchatty. Um, it. I mean, you can look for me on Facebook, but I don't, I only use it to find like old tables and stuff for my house. So just don't. (laughs) So, um, let me see. B is on Twitter at frown down, like, uh, unless like. On Twitter oh, at v, v no, underscore. I'm at, I'm at V Chatty. Is it? It's just V Chatty, uh, not V underscore Chatty. Just V Chatty. V underscore. Yeah, it's V E E C H A T T I E. And um, Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. That's B OK. Also, I'm gonna be on Jeff's Versus the World tonight, recording, doing Problem Child again, um, for their show because you know. We get to team up on Jeff, uh, me and Chanel, because we're Team Junior. Um, you know, I, and I rewatched I, the movie last night, and I'm even more Team Junior, and I cannot wait to talk about why. 
have fun. I won't be listening to that shit. <laughs> Fucking hate that little boy, but I love the fact I, I respect your decision to want to be a fan of him. I'm it's just not me. Mm. That's what that's the decision I come to, which is like if you want to be a fan of Junior, knock yourself out. I'm not gonna change your mind by arguing with it uh, arguing with you about it, and you're not gonna change my mind. So it's just like you know what? It doesn't it doesn't make me bleed. If my kids came into my house, they wouldn't be allowed to watch that movie. That's pretty much all it is. But you love it, and I love you, so knock yourself the fuck out. <laughs> Wait, the funniest thing is my grandmother actually took me to see Problem Child 2. That's the only movie she's ever taken me to go see. I wouldn't take you to another and, movie either. I would think and, they were all that bad. <laughs> and, and the scene that and she always falls asleep. She would always fall asleep in the movie theater, and she fell asleep just before the scene at the carnival where they're throwing up everywhere. Yes. And she woke up to that and she was like, she looked at all the other kids laughing and she looked at me laughing and she was like, I'm just going to close my eyes and act like it was a dream. <laughs> Junior the goat. Yeah, okay. Um, and then Quan is on uh, Twitter at Quan Essential R. Uh, and the show is on Twitter at Hindsight reviews that's r-e-v-u-e-s um you can send us a voicemail at 916-633-1537 uh you can leave a review for the show on podchaser and then copy and paste that in the apple podcast and then copy and paste that in the good pods uh and then you could donate to the show at um patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast, or on the Good Pods app as well. You can go to the tip jar. And you can email us at uh, hindsight mover reviews. That again, that's R E V U E S at gmail.com. Thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, we do greatly appreciate each and every one of y'all. Quan and V, thank y'all so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. It, it was, I had a ball. <laughs> You're always welcome back. And uh, for Brandon, I am Derek. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to hot you later. Peace. Music for Hindsight is Coffee by Cambo Smith, and it's from the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.